I mean, that's what happens when we've gone for like what two weeks? We've gone for one week. We haven't recorded an actual episode. We're sitting down here since the twenty-first of November. that night, we recorded two episodes. Um, I'll say one and a half. Okay, one and a half. It ended up being forty-five minutes long. <laughs> it was the longest interview ever. Not uh, ever, but it was a pretty long interview. I'm not gonna lie. Which one though? Brandon's? Oh, Brandon's. <laughs> when it died twice, <laughs> computer shut down on me twice. <laughs> Hasn't done that since, so hopefully it won't do that again. So, what a great weekend. It's a pretty good weekend, man. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Ten seconds left. Eight rebounds. Ten rebounds for Trey Scott. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two one, it's over. Cincinnati 62, Savior 47. As bragging rights go to the Bearcats and Cincinnati fans get to gloat for the next 12 months. And down goes Savior. Got him. I'll be waiting to use that one since we started this podcast. <laughs> so... As anyone who considers themselves a fan of Cincinnati should know by now, um, UC beat Xavier. If you're a fan of basketball, you should know by now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll give people an excuse this year. Having us in the 2 o'clock slot on a Saturday. It was a horrible slot. And then we got preempted by West Virginia. West Virginia-Pittsburgh in yeah. a game that was a blowout by about 15 points. And people who, are, people who are at the bars, because everybody's like, oh, just turn on the app and you can watch it. That's what I did. Why didn't you turn on the app? Well, I did not pay for this cable service so that I could turn on an app to watch the game. Well, I mean, we were at the game, so... Well, that's true, too. There was that. But, uh, what? It, I mean, it's if you like were at a bar, you didn't get to watch the first eight and a half minutes of play. You shouldn't have been at a bar. You should have been at the game. But it only held 12-5-1-3. I mean, it's technically only supposed to hold twelve zero one two. Correct. But which, like, if you don't know, better. that's Oscar Robertson zero, Oscar Robertson. But instead, it held Oscar Robertson Cincinnati, which was fitting for the game. It was, it was, since we dominated. I loved it. It was sexy, and there's only one team on that court at the end of the night that is from Cincinnati. War Cincinnati. Yep, and that's us. Norwood State had to go back home. Norwood State. <laughs> I love that Xavier's Barstool had to do that. I love that Xavier's Barstool actually owned up to their end of the bet. They did. I'm, I'm, you know what? Shout out to you. So, real quick, um, 62-47 was the final score. Uh, we did beat them by 15. Um, anybody who watched the game saw the monster that can be this Cincinnati defense. It was a little ridiculous. Um it was a little amazing. It was it was so good. Um, Trey Scott finished with ten. Uh, Keith Williams finished with sixteen. Jaron Cumberland finished with nineteen. Uh, Justin Jennifer is leading the nation in his assist to turnover ratio. I don't know if you knew that or I not. I did see that. I um, did see that. So for a team that isn't often heralded on its offense, 
the things that we are doing on offense ever since the abysmal first half we played against Ohio State, um, that we've definitely been coming around. Um, like I said earlier, we haven't done a show since the 21st, so just to catch you up on scores that have been all things UC, uh, since the 21st of November, we played George Mason and won 71-55 at home. We went to Ole Miss where we beat them 71-57. Uh, we put a hurtin' on Arkansas Pine Bluff, uh, 105-49 at home, and then uh, traveled out to UNLV where we won 65-61. Came back home against Northern Kentucky where we won 78-65, and now we had the Crosstown Shootout. So getting back to the Crosstown Shootout, which is the game of importance, the game that I truly want to talk about, um, that's nine wins in a row after losing to Ohio State. Um, Which sounds horrible now. Losing to Ohio State? I mean, just I wish we came out with that intensity that we came out with. I mean, Ohio State right now is currently ranked in the top 15 in both polls, I believe. Uh, if not, it's damn near the top 15 in both. Um, with that said, though, we are currently 29th in the AP and 27th in the coaches poll. Um I don't know. I mean, so we have seen in the 10 games, Keith Williams is becoming a star on the offensive side. Keith Williams is my spirit animal. Um, okay. Yeah, he is. Um, Trey Scott, he's also maturing very, very well. Um, Jarrett, I've seen him kind of growing as you a mean leader. Crosstown Cumberland? <laughs> Hashtag Crosstown Cumberland. Uh, so Jaron's growing as a leader, um, and he doesn't even have to lead every night, which has been an actual pleasant surprise. Like even on nights when he's scoring single digit or in the low double digits, uh, most of the other guys are coming up and That's true. having good nights. Kane uh, Broom has been adjusting pretty well from what I've seen to his role of coming off the bench. Um, you got to feel firsthand the electricity that can be this new arena. Dude, that arena's loud. Um, having the entire court surrounded by fans, though, makes a world of difference, I think. It was crazy loud. The acoustics are good. Um, I don't know. I mean, just having everybody around the court instead of just side-side and then the students. So I was thinking about it. You would think that that place wouldn't be as loud since they have less people. Well, that and because it's an open, it's an open arena now. Where it's before we had walls right? for it to bounce off of, mm-hmm. I, I, they must have done something. Yeah, they put in acoustics, like not, but no. I mean, they did something, <laughs> dude. That place was loud. Um, it doesn't hurt that you are beating Xavier at home. That always helps. Gets everybody up. You um, know what also helps? When former Xavier players want to go ahead and talk smack about your coach. Are you referring to Cantor? Cantor? Yeah. First of all, shame, shame on the Enquirer for You've posting. reporting that? For, yeah, reporting that. that uh, it's clickbait. Yeah, that's all it was. They said that uh, Mick was uh, talking trash about Kareem Cantor. All he said was that he surprised us last year. A guy who doesn't ever make threes made like six of them. Yeah, I mean, he had a great game last year. Came kind of, He was the third leading scorer when all was said and done at the end of the year. Um, I believe he averaged somewhere around, what, 10, 12, something like that. Um, so it's not like he couldn't score, but when you're only making five, six shots, 
a game. Right. On average. So Kareem has to get on Twitter and say, one, put some respect to my name. Stop it. Two, clearly you didn't do your job of scouting. He did scout you. You're not supposed to score that many points, you <laughs> idiot. Three, you got zipped up. Why is Xavier still using that? I mean, they Why can... are their fans still saying zipped up? Ask your brothers. Why? <laughs> your brothers still insist on using those hashtags. I just don't understand. And it's horrible for the school. I think it'll go away. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of lame at this point. It's super lame at this point. It was funny, maybe the first year or two. Once, um, I'm over it. But I'm over it too. Um, so, what do you think about this team? I feel like we have a pretty good idea now as to who this team is. They're building an identity for themselves. Um, I still ten- think we actually have some surprises on this team. I think we definitely have some room to grow, for sure. Well, that's true, too. Um, Absolutely true. I still don't think we're uh, going to make a deep tournament run, but... I don't know that anybody outside of, what, Duke and Gonzaga... and Who just upset Gonzaga this week? Um, Tennessee? Was it Tennessee? I can't remember. Somebody upset Gonzaga. Um, in any case... Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how much room, where, where do you want to see people grow? I'd like to see like certain players grow. That's what I'm talking about. Like I would have loved to have seen some more Logan Johnson in that game. Yeah. Um, he did tend to lie, like rely on some of the older guys, uh, cause we didn't get to see a whole lot of Rashawn Fredericks. Um, we didn't see a whole lot of Sosame. We didn't see a lot of Trevor Moore, although when he did come in, he hit that big three. He did, uh, which was good. That's got to be great for his confidence. Oh, for he, sure. He's been off all After year. After being yanked off the bench and sent to the back for getting – was he getting technical or something? I can't remember now. He said something to a ref. Trevor Moore did? Yeah. During that game? No. Oh. Three games ago. Okay, see, so being up, up top yeah. so high, you don't see those Oh, things. yeah, I think it was that home game too, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I would I would like to see Trevor Moore continue to start hitting those types of shots. Um, I'd like to see some of. Uh, I mean, Trey Scott. I don't know how that he can grow much more. To be quite honest with you, Trey Scott. Trey Scott came alive in that NKU game, mm-hmm. and then he just continued it. Mm-hmm. No, and, he was definitely riding that wave, and I'm loving it. Um, and he has emotion. Yeah, I mean, you saw when he was coming down the court, I'm sure you saw that same clip that I did on Twitter where he's, you can't guard me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> him and him and uh, both, him and, and Crosstown Cumberland, uh, because they were getting a little chippy. I actually rewatched the game on Sunday night Yeah, on the ESPN app. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of that game, when they knew they were getting beat, uh, they, were definitely, they were definitely getting a little chippy. But I loved it, yeah, when he turned around to Zach Hankins, Hanky McSpanky. And said, you can't guard me. Um, I'd like to see Brooks use Nasir. his body some more. Yeah. Um, Nicere Brooks, I feel like he could be a lot more dominant down low than he is. Also, I would love to see Eric Hicks come in and work with uh, Susime. Okay. Susime is a big body, kind of like is. Eric he's, was. I mean, he's definitely the biggest body out of our big men that, you know, tend to hang down low. I mean, I think if, if if Eric got some time in there with him, I don't know. I mean, he could be nastier. Well, Throw that body around. Don't worry about the fouls. Only time will tell. Um, I mean, 
I mean, uh, did you hear what Goodwin said after the game? You'll have to be more specific. Quentin Goodwin. Okay. No. He said, uh, I ain't never seen a defense like this. I got it right here. Hold on. I really don't know. I ain't never seen no defense like it. Um, but volume up. That's as loud as it goes. Oh, it only right. th the person recorded it only got it. Okay. One speaker, but I mean, basically, he's like, and it's true because we the defense we were playing during that game wasn't there. We only got a shot. They only got one shot clock violation, but still, the defense that we were playing on it, there was bodies on the ground. Yeah. I mean, even when uh, they're flying to the ball, even when my boy, uh, uh, the walk on. Sam Martin? Yeah. Even when Sam Martin came on, he was flying on the floor. Sam Martin does that when he's in, though. He gives it his all. Well, and Dan Daychick, you know, as much as I don't like him, um, he did say in that broadcast, if you're going to play for a mixed team, your body's going to be on the floor. Sure. Yeah. So, apparently he likes us, by the way. Daychick? Yeah. Well, I don't. we don't like him. Um, so, we do have uh, an announcement from today that... Uh, UC has now scheduled Tennessee for a home-and-away series for the next two years. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Tennessee is currently ranked three in the AP poll. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Um, so that means next year uh, we have home games scheduled at a conference against Tennessee and UNLV. We have away, and OSU. We have away games oh, at a conference gotcha. scheduled against OSU and Xavier. And NKU. If you want to mention them. I mean, we have, NKU, hold on a second. They didn't play well. They did not play well, but they are a better team than what they showed out last week. They didn't play well. I'm not saying it just because I graduated from there. I'm telling you they're a better team. You remember seeing them play against Kentucky. I'm just saying they didn't they impress Kentucky me. Kentucky run for a money. They didn't impress me. Well. Um, we also have neutral games set up against uh, Iowa, which is going to be played in Chicago. And we are also part of the Paradise Jam tournament, uh, which I believe is down in St. Martin uh, hmm. in the Caribbean. How do we get uh, press passes for that one? <laughs> right. Um, and other schools that are going to be in that tournament include Bowling Green State, Fordham. If you remember, uh, Steph Curry went to Fordham. Yes, I do. Uh, Grand Canyon. I've never even heard of them. Yeah. Um, Illinois State. Nevada. GCU, Grand Canyon University. Have you never seen the commercials? No. Okay. Uh, Nevada, if you remember, they're the ones who knocked us out last year in the tournament. I don't want to talk about it. Valpo and Western Kentucky. Those are going to be the seven other schools. Western Kentucky is a strong school. They are underrated. underrated. So, anything else you got on UC basketball? <laughs> I guess. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I mentioned something on Twitter, and I'd like to mention it again. All right. Um, I need the type of intensity that we had in that NK or um, sorry Xavier game every week. All right, good luck with that. No, well, okay, maybe not that same level of intensity, but like I said on Twitter, when you have Terry Nelson in the middle of a broadcast slapping hands with the players as they're coming off the court being subbed, I would have loved to hear what that sound like. And then you can attest to this. There were a lot of former players at the game. Um, I mean, you had SK sitting courtside. Corey Blunt. Corey Blunt was there talking before the game to fifth-third account holders. 
Yeah. You had to have a fifth third account to get in. I, the I mean, we, did, we, did, we didn't go in. We did not. We didn't go in. But you got your little jersey towel thing thing. I'm about to bring that down here. Huh. Um, but we've seen Kenyon come back this year. We did. We've seen, well, Alex is at all the games. Meech. Meech. Um, I just think that. We to hang out with Melvin Levitt. Mel Again. was there. Yeah. Mel was at the game. DeMar, yeah. obviously, he's an assistant coach. Jaquan. He was at the game. Um, Jaquan Parker. He's oh, was he also, there? He, well, he's a coach also. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we saw Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Um, I think there was a couple other players there that I that I missed. Um, but what we need is them coming to the games. If they're local, yeah. I mean, uh, it makes a ton of sense. And if they're not local, if they can make it in for a game or two, even if it's away, I'm down with it. Because that's what the players need, and that's what the program needs. These are these are players who built this program, right? You're, you're well, yeah, you know, when if you go to a game at you know Kentucky or Duke or right. you know, there's always going to be a former player, a former player sitting there somewhere, right? Um, and for for that matter, a staple at UC games for as long as I can remember is Oscar Robertson, and he has yet to be. We're at on a Oscar game. Watch. We are. I've been on Oscar Watch. I told you this. Um, I'm not sure so, what's going on with that. So far this year, Kenyon sat in his seat, as has uh, SK. So I don't know what's going on there, but it's not a good look. But I'm going to have to call out my guy, uh, Nick Lachey. He wasn't there. Well, that's your boy. But all I'm saying is we need some of these former players there. That's good for It's good for our players, and it's good for the university. And I think it just I think it just helped. That's what I'm saying. If we can get Max Seal to come in and work with uh, Susame a little bit. People used did to, I say Max Seal? I meant Eric Hicks. People but used, hey, Max Seal can come in too. People used to say I looked like Nick Lachey. I don't I don't see it. No sir. I don't see it. Those people lied to you. That's fine. Those people lied to you. Yeah. But anyways, that's my little rant. Um, one last thing on UC. Corey um, Blonde agrees. Gary Clark signed oh, yeah. a deal. Gary Clark signed a deal for three Boom. years. Uh, what, three point three point four million dollars. All right. So congratulations, Gary Clark. Houston. I just want to know how much how much did Makara sign? <laughs> Still getting them digs in. How about Edmund? Keep them going. Yeah, okay. Just saying. Um Twitch you might be countered with blew it. Right. He blew it. He's See, he's playing pro, right? He's mm. down in New Orleans. Some. No, I meant Sumner's playing with Indiana. That's not who I was asking about. So blew it. Anyway, um, so congratulations, Gary Clark. And, uh, yeah, I know there's basically they, they have an out uh, in the second and no, third No, he is years. playing with uh, the Pelicans. That's what I thought. Um, so... Moving on to UC football. Um, I don't have a sound clip for that. That's fine. Okay. So since our last episode, um, we did win senior night against Eastern Carolina, um, 56-6. Unfortunately, it was the same weekend of um, Thanksgiving, and I was out of town and unable to attend that game. So I did end up missing the last two home games against South Florida and ECU. Um, kind of sad I missed the senior night because I loved watching this football team this year. Um, That's the other thing. What? Did you see my man Warren dancing on the sidelines? I did in the uh, in the shootout. I yes. think they're going to put a camera on him all games. So um, Luke Fickle won the AAC Coach of the Year, 
And that award single-handedly pissed off a ton of UCF fans. Well, that's fine. Because they're like, we're undefeated. Give the award to our guy. And it's like, you were undefeated you, last year. I mean. And as soon as you lost your quarterback, you got you lost. They have not lost yet. I thought they lost this weekend. They didn't. All right. Well, okay. I failed. Be better. Um, some other awards, though, for this year. Um, James Smith, our punter, was a finalist for the Ray Guy Award. He was one of three. Um, he was also the Football Writers Association of America All-American second team. Um, he was third team for the AP All-American. Um, and then some of the players who were uh, voted for the AAC All-Conference first team included senior offensive tackle Dino Boyd, senior defensive tackle Cortez Broughton. I'm going to miss the hell out of that guy. Um, junior linebacker Perry Young, and of course, sophomore punter James Smith. Uh, second team for the AAC All Conference included senior center Garrett Campbell, junior tight end Josiah DeGuara, DeGuara eh. sophomore running back Michael Warren, the second senior defensive tackle Marquise Copeland. Senior defensive end, Kimoni Fitz, and sophomore safety, James Wiggins. Um, we got a bowl coming up. We, we're going bowling this year, Eb. I like the bowl. Finished 10-2. and two. It was a great bounce back season, man. No, it was. Compared to last year's season? Yes. I mean, nobody expected that. No. No one expected it. I'm down with it. And, and, and Fitz not going anywhere. I, I don't know think his he name. Is. Not, at least not, not yet. You know, what my, you know what my boy Fick was doing while I was waiting for bowl game announcements? I don't. Yard work. Good. You know what kind of yard work he was? Nope. Man's work. Huh. Chopping logs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a lumberjack. He's, he's a blue-collar boy. Um, so we are playing the 6-6 six and six Virginia Tech Hokies. I feel a couple different ways about that matchup. I would like to see us against someone better than 6-6 six and six Virginia Tech Hokies, first off. Second off, it's a revenge game. Because Virginia Tech has, last time, yeah. has beat us in, I believe, the last two bowl games we played against them. Yes, they have, I believe. So, with that said, um, I'm excited to see what these guys can do against Virginia Tech. Um one of the players who I don't believe was mentioned in the awards that I did mention, um, I think he was in like some writers talking about who um, freshman teams were. Maybe he was part of the AAC all-freshman team. I'm not really sure. But um, Desmond Ritter had a hell of a season. And I know it was a big announcement this week that we got a quarterback um, commit from outside the city. Um, I don't remember what school he went to we got to commit from michigan that's a different that's, that's a transfer, transfer yeah right. that's a offensive lineman um but we did get a quarterback this week and i can't remember for the life of me what his name or where he's from but in any case desmond ritter had a hell of a season and i look forward to seeing that kid develop it's absolutely been a lot of fun and michael warren well i mean that goes without being said because he made the all-conference second team would you say Desmond Ritter is probably the second best quarterback 
next to Tony Pike. For UC? Yeah. No. Okay. I think so. Well, Tony Pike needs a statue. Tony Pike was very, very good and probably the best. But I don't think you... I think you're too quick to forget Gino Gadulli. I'm not too quick to forget. Um, and what was the dude who had the uh, bionic arm? Oh, what was that guy's name? Because he was a beast, too. And if we could have kept him... Because uh, he lost pretty much a whole year to his injuries. Um, I can't remember his name, either. This is why we need a statue. This is why so once again, here comes the kickoff from Luke Briggs. And he looks to kick it deep again. Gilliard back at the... Oh, in the second quarter. They have fought and scrapped and battled. And they lead by one with 10 seconds to go. A 12-0 regular season on the line. Stull is under center. He will fake a handoff as he drops back. Curtis Young's got him. It's a sack at the 10. And the UC Bearcats have done it. Three seconds on the clock. Cincinnati will win it outright. Big East champion. I definitely Three seconds that to whole go. Thing up. Can take their first. 23-year-old Tony Pike. Here we go. Snap. Has the football. Short drop. Lobs one down the sideline for Bins. He's got it. Touchdown. 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 Armand Bins catches a perfect throw. There's a penalty flag back at the 30-yard line. It's on Pitt. Touchdown. Now the Bearcats with 33 seconds. Where were you when that happened? Um, watching the game. I was in Lowe's. I was in Home Depot's parking lot. Yeah, you're never watching the game. Um, Whatever. <laughs> ben Mock was the guy with the bionic arm. Yes. Who I could not remember. Who then went on to play for the Cincinnati Commandos, went undefeated except for the one game they lost on purpose, and won the year, the first uh, CIFL championship. There you go. Continental Indoor Football League. Also, um, Gunnar Keel could have been so good. That's true, too. I wish he had been better. Be better, Connor. Zach Claris was a lot of fun to watch. Claris was fun. Gino Gadulli and then Tony Pike are probably my one, too. But none of them had that not sound that clip from Dan Cord. Or Dan Cord. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, moving on. FCC. that was still the clip where it was like the, the remix oh <laughs> forgot about that clip <laughs> it's so good that might be on the old computer um, anyway FCC had their uh, expansion draft today so big 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 news there with FCC um, so as I run through the names of the players that we picked up uh, I'm also going to give the grade that Yes. Um, I'm also going to give the grades that they got according to Jeff Reuter of The Athletic. 
uh, without going into too much detail about these guys. Um, but there is a pretty good article by Jeff Reuter where he breaks down all these players on The Athletic if you want to check that out. Checking it out. So, uh, Darren Maddox, uh, forward. We picked him up from D.C. United. Um, he was rated a C-. Roland Lama. Uh, he's a midfielder. We picked him up from FC Dallas. He's rated a C+. Eric Alexander. He is a midfielder from the Houston Dynamo, and he was rated a B. Hassan Ndam is a center back. Uh, we picked him up from the New York Red Bulls. He is rated an A. Uh, uh, Red Bulls one or two? One. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um Greg Garza, he's a defender coming from the recently uh, just won the MLS Cup, um, Atlanta United FC. Um, he is rated a C minus. Now we didn't draft Greg Garza; we actually traded for him. Um, and Kendall Watson, a defender from the Vancouver Whitecaps, um, he was also acquired via trade um, when we traded one of our draft picks, uh, Key Kamara. And that is rated an A to a B, which was yet to be determined depending on the money that had to move to get him. Um, also worth mentioning that we are keeping so far from our team last year. Uh, forwards, Fernando Adi um, and Emery Welshman. I think I missed one there, maybe. Um, midfielders. We're keeping a lot of guys. We're, we're keeping 11, which apparently is really... That's, I guess, a lot. It is more than uh, any other expansion league, uh, expansion team has. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy over that. Over keeping all these guys. So there's a lot of fans who are who um, are weary, maybe, of keeping um, a lot of these players who we had back in the the USL. Um, but you got to remember, and I forget who said it. Somebody said it. Um. um it's probably Moe's show, um, that FC Cincinnati has been signing these players while in the USL. With intent of bringing them. With intent them. of yeah. bringing them. Right. So, I mean, these aren't scrubs. They're not like scrubs. Nazmi Al-Badawi and yeah. Yeah. Um, Fernando Adi. And we picked up that contract from uh, uh, the goalkeeper. I can't yep. think of his name right now. Spencer Ritchie. Yeah, that's him. Yep. So... Um, so yeah, some some of the other guys where you are keeping um, midfielders: Fatia Lash, Corbin Bone, Emmanuel Ledesma, Jimmy McLaughlin, Nazmi Amaldawi, as I previously mentioned, and then the goalkeeper as well, Spencer Ritchie. Um, and that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So yeah, I missed. I guess I missed a couple uh, when I was taking my notes, so I do apologize for that. That's okay. Um, I'll I'll, I'll forgive you. Any news going on with the? Did they break ground and have they fin- figured out? Oh, there, dude. There's a. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, they're still. Yeah, going. they already broke there's ground. There's a. That, there's a field. Um, they've already got the outdoor field set up. Uh, they got new lights set up. Um, they've started the foundation of the building. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean they're still moving along on it. Like I said, there is an outdoor field already. Cool. So, the other thing I saw on Twitter. Um, I want to run this past you. What? What fan club or uh, support group was Max a part of? He was part of the Pride, right? I believe so. Yeah, they're accepting applications for 2019 memberships. Right, bro. 20 bucks. A, tw- a 20 spot, huh? 20 spot. 
Twomp twomp. I'm wondering if we should put in a pardon the punctuation application. Can it work for two people? I don't know. We get a scarf, a membership card, a members only Slack group. That's an app. I know what Slack is. Okay, cool. Just making sure. That's what we use for our fantasy football. Not okay. Not, not not PTPs, but the league I'm in. I'm and then uh, access to member only events, elections, pub crawls. That's my furnace. Um, and membership meetings. Huh. And then you you get a get a scarf. That's what you're all about. Yeah. You think they're all gonna have to get new scarves for MLS? Yes. I'd imagine. But I think in soccer, scarves are like a thing, right? I think yeah, the scarves no, are, are like bobbleheads. I feel like you should do a new scarf every year anyway. Oh, absolutely. But And since, and, and other big MLS news, ooh, we get to talk about MLS news now. This is awesome. Yeah. Other big MLS news, it sounds like Columbus is going to keep the crew. They, we, I mean, I think that was a pretty much a foregone conclusion. I thought they were, a good shot they were going to go to Texas. Texas Forever Street. Texas, Texas Forever Street. Texas Forever Street. Texas Forever. Yo, everybody, listen up. Let's do it. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the state the, of Ohio has given them like $17 million uh, some, to build a new stadium? I don't even know. Does that, how much? We got $4 million. Oh, I knew we were getting four. How much? How much of I wonder what the percentage of the stadium that that's paying for, and are they thing. are they keeping where their stadium currently is located? No, they were talking about moving it uh, to downtown Columbus. So currently, their stadium is located on the uh, Ohio State Fairgrounds. Yeah, I mean, you and drive past horrible. it right as you're going through Columbus to yeah, get to you, Cleveland. You park in their parking lot at the at the State Fair. I hate their stadium. It looks ugly. It looks like. A giant, like, high school field. It does. It looks like, I mean, I guess Elder's one of the biggest programs around here. I mean, it looks like it could be, like, Elder could play there. Um, it's, it's almost like a cheaper version of UD's, uh, like, University of Dayton's. Their intramural football field? No, no, no. Oh. Their actual football field. Oh, okay. Like, like giant, giant bleachers like that. That's all it is? Yeah. It's metal. It looks worse than Paul Brown Stadium. It's, <laughs> and that's hard to do. I mean, I, and I understand it was one of the first stadiums for the MLS before like too. MLS became like a thing. So maybe you didn't want to dump a ton of money into something that was going to be a sinking ship or something. Uh, that's okay. We can give them that. Anyway. We can give them that. Um, anything else you got on FCC? Um, we did our job. I think we actually did that one pretty well. We did our job. All right. Uh, moving on to the most depressing topic here in the city of Cincinnati, the Bengals. They do a better job. They have to better, they do, keep doing the better job. Again, it just goes back to the better job. But, uh, you know, we got to do a better job. We have to get them to understand how to do their jobs better. No matter who's in the game, they've got to do a better job. we got to just do, we gotta do a better job. We have to. We've got to do a better job. We, we've not done a great job. we got to do a better job. we got to do, you know, kind of a, a better job. we got to do a better job. Uh, we just got to do a better job. Anything else? So it sounds like we just have to do a better job. <laughs> Be better. Shout out to Brandon Seho. Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, 
WLWT Sports is the gentleman who talked to us right before Bearcat Jam. Oh, yeah, yeah that guy. Shout out to him for putting that compilation together. It's pretty good. We just got to do a better job. Just do a better job. What do we got to uh, do a better job at, Aaron? Well, so... Oh, time out. Sorry. Big FC Cincinnati news. I can't believe I skipped this over. All right. I can't believe this. It's official as of today. Skyline Chili. Official Chili of FC Cincinnati. Huh. They're officially a Cincinnati team. Well, while we're going back and correcting things on FCC... Oh, what you... I found, I found who I missed. Punctuation um, pardon. Yeah. Immediate punctuation pardon before... Anyway. Go for uh, it. So, midfielders were Fatia Lash, Corbin Bone, Emmanuel Ledesma, Jimmy McLaughlin, Nazmi Albadawi, and defenders that we are keeping are Forrest Lasso, uh, Blake Smith, Justin Hoyt, um, and I guess Nazmi can also be considered a defender as well. Um, and that's all according to Cincinnati Enquirer. Anyway. Um, so, back to the Bengals. So, we have lost back-to-back games to um, Cleveland and the Chargers. Those aren't the only two games in a row that we've lost, though. We have now lost, like, six games in a row, I think it is. Um, I'm looking it up real quick. Uh, Ed, if actually you could look that up real quick. Um, <clears throat> we still have both Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson here running the show with rumors flying around that Hugh Jackson is going to be the next coach. Um, Andy Dalton and A.J. Green, both done for the year. Injuries keep on coming. I think right now we have 16 players on IR. Um, We are officially eliminated from the playoffs. And darn, it's it's ugly, man. For a team that started off 5-1, to be... Five and seven, I think it is. Five and five and eight. They got a worse record than the Browns. It's ugly. It's the, not good. The Browns could make the playoffs. The Browns will make the playoffs. No, I'm not. I'm not going there. But the Browns. I I made a statement on this podcast after the draft that that Baker Mayfield would turn this team around, and once they got rid of Hugh, he turned the team around. So I got the schedule pulled up here. Um, we lost to. The we lost to the Chargers. We already knew that. Um, we lost to the Broncos uh, and Cleveland. Uh, so I missed the Broncos game there. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that loss. Yep. Um, I totally forgot to. I apparently a bad loss. blocked that loss out of my head altogether. It's all right. Um, we also lost to the Ravens. Um, we lost to the Saints. We had our bye week. We somehow beat the Buccaneers. Um, we lost to the Chiefs. We lost to the Steelers. Um, you know what we didn't do? What did he we? did? Double dip on the ice cream cone. <laughs> so, like I said, we started off five and one. We've now dropped seven in a row. Seven in a row? Yeah, it's been pretty bad. Um, one, two, three, four, five. I lied. Five in a row. I was, I was getting ready to go back and count because I was pretty sure it wasn't seven in a row. Yeah. By the way, how are we doing this podcast right now with the Buster Douglas-Mike Tyson fight on ESPN? Um, Throwback. Hmm. Throwback. In any case, um, so yeah, we got the Raiders up next. <laughs> well, okay, so the Raiders are horrible. They're horrible, but they just won a game. It just beat the... Uh, who they beat? The Steelers? Yeah. 
Why did the Steelers lose those games? Trap games. Trap money, money. Oh, sorry. Um, it sounds like Gruden has full control of that team now. Yeah. Because he just fired their GM. He's traded away everyone. Everyone. I don't... Man, I don't... So, worrying less about the Raiders. There's a possibility we don't win another game this year. I don't disagree. Because Raiders, uh, Cleveland, uh, Steelers. That's um, it. That's it? That's it. Thank God it's almost over. (laughs) Thank God it's almost over. Um, Yeah, in that order, we have the Raiders, Cleveland, and the Steelers. Um, Obviously, we've been decimated by injuries. Yes. We have been killed with players going to the IR. Yes. Um, It's not an excuse, though. Next man up. Yes and no. Wasn't that Marvin's like motto like a few years ago? Next man up. Next man up. That's next because man up. Bill Belichick said it one day. Um, you ever, I hate those. <laughs> you don't need sayings. Things. Just just literally be better. Um, I'm going to ask you about that in the questions. Where where do you start with this next rebuild though? Like, do we need to blow this? Like, do we just need to blow this team up? Do we need to keep trying to build around Andy, AJ, and this defense that apparently we've seen that it used to be great. Now it's statistically a dumpster fire. Here's a stat that um, came up on Twitter this week. Uh, Give me one second. Here it is. Uh, Joe Goodberry, right? Yeah. Athletic. Yep. Chad Johnson, first eight seasons, 612 receptions, 8,905 yards, 53 touchdowns. Okay. Chad Johnson was a pretty good player, wasn't he? Yeah. By all counts. Ocho. Yeah. A.J. Green. Yeah. First eight seasons. 602 receptions. Just 10 off of of, uh, Chad. 8,907 yards. 63 touchdowns. Okay. So we... Here's my point. Before we can decide where the rebuild is, because we have players. That just proves we have players. We know AJ is a player. Right. The league knows AJ. We have to find out what Marvin's going to do. Well, and that was my next question is, what pieces do you think we need for this team to be successful next year? We don't know until we find out what Marvin's going to do. I don't think – I don't think it – I think with the pieces for the team itself are in place. But I, I, there's no leadership. No. Your leadership is gone. It was a lame duck season. And Hugh Jackson's not the answer. It, it was a lame duck season for Marvin. Agreed. Actually, I was excited initially about Hugh Jackson being here. I wasn't. The, <laughs> but unfortunately, with Mike Brown at the helm, your list of candidates of head coaches for these Cincinnati Bengals, at least of experienced head coaches, your list is going to be relatively short. Because you have to find somebody who can get along with Mike Brown. Here's here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. You can't. I mean, that was that John Madden? No, I don't remember who that was. It sounds like something John Madden would say. It was uh, Dilfer, maybe? I don't know. Trent. But how about, I mean, okay. Let's start from the... Can we get headsets at work? <laughs> well, I mean, 
if it, Marvin, was, Marvin, if it wasn't Marvin having issues trying to hit the button to get to the guy with the helmet, now it's the fact that we have to use walkie-talkies? Walkie-talkies? What is this? I don't know. I man. almost said shit. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is some Mickey Mouse horse football. <laughs> to quote that Steelers guy. Um, <sighs> and then and then Marvin. So Hugh's supposed to be his assistant, right? The assistant to the assistant, right? To the regional. Yeah. To the regional manager. Marvin says in his press conference. Yeah, yeah, I probably should have called a timeout before we went for that, too. But, you know, I was busy with other things. What does that even mean? Getting the defense ready? Yeah. So, what is Hugh doing? No. It's easy. Assistant to the original manager. <laughs> he should be saying, hey. I don't, know, I don't know what any of them are doing. Like I said, the whole team. Timeout. The whole team's a dumpster fire. Nobody's taking these games seriously, except the guys who want to make sure that they're playing on a team next year. And Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd. God bless both their hearts. I hope to God that neither of them get injured, like grotesquely, for playing their asses off. I hope not too. During a season that's lost. I hope not too. Because those two dudes, they don't stop. I saw Marvin run on the sideline this week. Was it an accident? He must have saw (laughs) the window. There was a donut. Um, I'm just saying we 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 can't rebuild until we get ri- until we fix the microphones. We can't rebuild until we the headsets, we, the headsets, whatever. We can't rebuild until we get rid of these uh, walkie talkies. We can't rebuild until we get a new assistant to the head general manager. We, we need to move on. And, and it's time. Mike Brown is just gonna be like, well, we'll find out what Marvin wants to do. It's the team option, but we're gonna find out what Marvin wants to do. How does he have this much power over the city? I-D-G-A-F, what Marvin wants to do. Exactly. I don't give an F either. <laughs> Took me a minute. you got to give me these acronyms ahead of time. I don't want to talk about the Bengals anymore. Okay, what do we want to talk about? Reds. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of morning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. I think we're still saved by the bell. I think we are. Um, we'll have to see how things go. Uh, currently, the Reds' upper management is at the MLB winter meetings, where there have been a flurry of rumors involving the Reds. And that's all they are. Currently, yes. Um, I love that we're being mentioned so frequently, though, because it does show that we're having conversations. And that's encouraging. So with that said, uh, some of the rumors coming around right now are that we are showing interest in the Astros ace Dallas Keuchel, in the Indians ace Corey Kluber, in the Indians pitcher Trevor Bauer, in Milwaukee's pitcher Wade Miley in center fielder from the Diamondbacks AJ Pollock um, Billy Hamilton he's gone um, he, he signed he signed today with the Royals gonna miss the Put energy a nice little ad out there on the Facebook or Twitter uh, his, uh, his thank you to the city yeah yep um, gonna miss his energy I feel like he was infectious positive energy in the dugout 
on the field, just always smiling. In that sense, he reminded me an awful lot of Brandon Phillips, also defensively. And the fact that he was all about the highlight play reminded me an awful lot of Brandon Phillips. Just wish he could have had a just any percentage of Brandon Phillips stick. Uh, that's stick. Just wanted to make sure that that word came out right. <laughs> um, gotcha. <laughs> also, some of the other rumors, um, the Reds could be trading Scooter Jeanette, which I feel like... It's time. I'd hate to see him go, to be quite honest with you, because, again, great guy to have in the clubhouse. Um, but we're Great story. But we're actually moving a guy at the ceiling... Which instead of after we've gone over the hill. And, exactly. Yes. And this is what we did not do with Todd Frazier. Nope. As much as I did not want to move him. This yep. is not what we do. This is we did Jay not Bruce. Do Jay Bruce. All those players. Um, yeah, Johnny Cueto. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Cueto, too. Aroldis Chapman. Um, Billy Hamilton. Yeah. All these guys. Um, also... You brought some news to me when we were sitting down here kind of going over pregame notes. Yeah. Ken, um, tell me about the uh, the Homer rumors. So Ken Rosenthal tweeted about dinner time today, 530, uh, that the Dodgers and Reds have talked multiple times. Sources tell The Athletic. Uh, different packages being discussed. Uh, Puig. Is that, is that how you pronounce it? Puig. It's Puig. Thank you. In play, as well as other LAD outfielders and pitchers. Dodgers want to clear money for other pursuits. Puig. Week, sorry, projected uh, $11.3 million in arbitration. Uh, that's per the MLB trade rumors. We would beat the holy hell out of the ball in this stadium. Well, in one variation of this deal, the Dodgers would take back Homer Bailey from the Reds and his remaining $28 million commitment as a way of buying prospects. Bailey's CBT number, um, blah, 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 blah is $17.5 million. The deal is complex and is still in discussions. So essentially we'd keep his contract, like we'd eat the money and we'd no, get no, prospects they, back? No, they would... The the, uh, sorry, eat- the Dodgers would take $28 million, um, but because of how much is... It's, basically it's not as big of a hit to them as it is to us. They're trying to move... They're trying so to like say, Brandon Phillips' deal, when we traded him and still... They're trying to, they're trying to make... Make room for uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Oh, so. Uh, but I would take Puig. Like I said, Puig would have a great time in this ballpark. Oh, he would destroy it. And I think our outfield immediately gets better. Him and Vado next to each other in the lineup. Yeah. Um, and then you, when Winker gets back. Oh yeah. And if we move Scooter, you got Senzel somewhere in there. Oh my God! Why you get me excited about baseball? <laughs> Because it's been a while for us to have something to be excited about. I did when not go to Reds Fest this year. I didn't go to a single game. I take the back. Did I go to I one? went to one game where somebody gave me tickets last year. But I, I don't pay. I didn't I give the Reds any of my money outside of the refreshments that I had while at that game. I did not go to a single game this year. You didn't go to any games this year for anybody. I went to Bearcats. Yeah. Um, huh. huh. Anyway. I mean, that's how down I am on this team. Like, I did not go to Reds Fest. Reds Fest is usually my thing. It's my jam. Listen. Uh, Bill and I go down there and get autographs, check out all the cool memorabilia. Like, that's I had no ambition to go this year. If we can somehow pull off a free agency signing of Dallas Keuchel. Okay. And you get a 
mid-level guy like a Wade Miley. I don't know if you know anything about Wade Miley or not. I do not. Um, so he only pitched 16 games last year. Uh, he was injured. And he, I believe, had an ERA in the twos. Um, but, again, that's only in 16 games. Um, but he's a ground ball pitcher, 53% ground ball pitcher. Dallas Keuchel, also a ground ball pitcher, right? Uh, which is why they're targeting these guys specifically. Um, so say you have Dallas Keuchel as your one. You have Wade Miley and or um, um, Matt Harvey come okay. back. As yeah, your two, I three. think Harvey's definitely coming back. As your 2-3. Yeah. And somewhere in there, you sprinkle in a Anthony Disclafani and a Luis Castillo switching in and out with Sal Romano. And I don't know if Mally, if there's room for Mally at that point or not up here because he, did, he, he didn't make it the whole year last year before his arm was tired. Right. Um, so if somehow you're rolling with a combination of those eight guys – Seven guys. That's a way better looking stable going into the season. I was looking up some Nixon's L stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. He's still injured, by the way. Uh, he said at Reds Fest he's still injured. Are we okay with a cuss word? Uh, we've been. You literally said shit, and I've said hell. And apparently, this is Nixon's L Snapchat. What's up, fuckers? No, that's about him. What's that, he doing? That was all. That's it. All right. Huh? That's not Snapchat. That's Facebook Live. Um. So I don't know. There's things to be excited about. Also, a rumor that came out this week, um, and not a rumor, I guess. It was out of the horse's mouth himself. David Bell said he is not opposed to Michael Lorenzen getting time in the outfield. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. So, Reds Fest. Bill went down there on Friday night. Uh, He played bingo. That's his thing. Apparently, Reds' ownership was just destroying Bailey. So apparently, in bingo every year, Red's ownership gets drunk and just starts passing things out. Like and information? No, just like, you know, all right, the next person who wins this game, you know, gets uh Signed gets, jersey. gets my suite for the next oh for for a game, and the, like the people are like, um, that's not in the package deal. We didn't. Um, the guys who are running bingo, like the people, like, ah, they're, they're freaking out. <laughs> I don't. I'm giving it away. I don't know how we're gonna do I'm, that. I'm giving. It how away. are we gonna work this out? They're already giving away. I think he's. I think Bill said that one year he, they told him like told one uh, somebody to go downstairs to the Authentics booth and just grab a bunch of jerseys and come up. As, I don't know. Probably. But apparently he was he was not uh, he wasn't saying very good. They weren't saying very good things about Homer Bailey. I don't remember what they said those two weeks ago. There's nothing good to be said. Well, that's true. So, bye-bye, Homer Bailey, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Let's ship him off. All right. Uh, rounding third. I don't, I don't have any music for that. It's been a while since we've been able to round third and head for home. That's um, statement. So, starting off, are you as excited about the new Avengers movie as I am? I don't watch Marvel comic movies. Get so out of here! No! Oh, it looks so good! Um, Jeremy Renner's character's back. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but his 
he wasn't able to be Hawkeye in the uh, last Avengers movie because he had two broken arms from when he was filming Tag. Um, so he's back, and he is transforming his character from Hawkeye to Ronin, apparently. Um, also, there was, like, a real sad... Like, the trailer just came out this week. Um, real sad, like, Iron Man talking to Pepper Potts to his, through his, like, helmet communicator. What does this all mean, Basil? As he's lost in space. So everybody is, like, tweeting NASA this week saying, go save Tony Stark. Well, <laughs> did you hear about thing. your boy Steph Curry, too? Well, we're going to get there. Okay, all right. Um, so I'm so excited about this new movie. Anyway, sorry to nerd out. You're fine. It happens sometimes. So, um, have you ever had to have any kind of like surgery done where you're under anesthesia? Um, no, no. Well, as a as a wee little baby child. So I had tubes. I remember when I got my uh, wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth pulled yeah, out. Yeah, they only put me on laughing gas. That's what I'm talking about, laughing gas. Yeah. Sorry, not anesthesia. I f- there's this video and it's went around a couple a couple uh, I guess I think it was last year okay there's this video and I think it's here in Cincinnati um, of this kid who's coming off of it I don't know what he got done um, but does this this is this, I think this is some scary stuff that I feel like tell me if you'd be scared of, of this happening but I'm done yet nope they what? just got the first stage started no way yeah so this guy's just laying in a hospital bed and his dad's recording him, just so you know. Yeah. Dad. What? I love you. I love you too. Can you see me? Yep. Can I see you? Nope. Why? Because you need to rest. I know I need to rest. I need to put my hands down and my head back and take a nap. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. Alright. Well, I can hear you. Good night. Good night. Love you. I love you too. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. This is where he starts crying because Hey, he's... bud. Oh. How's it going? <laughs> I heard you're having a good time. Oh, I'm having a good time, alright. You are? Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show me your tits. Oh no. I'm just messing around. Hey, quit. I know, I'm so quit. high. You tell her you're sorry. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to say that. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm good, thank you. You're not giving me extra jokes. This is crazy. I ain't never heard nothing like it. Get this on Snapchat. <laughs> we, yeah, it's just me and you? Yeah. Alright, cool. You be respectful when women come in. I know, I'm sorry. Alright, now I'm mad. I'm gonna school tomorrow? <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. Cool, are you sending me over to UC? Uh, probably in the morning they are. Alright, bet. <laughs> hey, Mark. Hey, guys. How you feeling? Pretty good. Heard you were feeling good. Yeah, sorry for us earlier. Oh, I wasn't in here. Did you say something mean? Yeah, I said something mean. I said I told her to show me her tits. I didn't mean to, you know. I was just out of this thing. Out of here. I'm so in pain right now. You're so in pain. I mean, I'm not in pain. I'm just high. Yeah. Am I gonna be all right? You got a cool rod in your leg. I got a cool rod. Mhm. Woohoo! You say it's, a rod in his leg? There's another 30 seconds. Hey, get out of here. That'd be the worst. That'd be awful. That'd be horrible. Um, so we were talking about Steph Curry. Yeah. Do you agree with Steph Curry? Did we go to the moon? So for those of you who don't know, it made 
made news this week that Steph Curry is a conspiracy theorist. And as much as I don't like, want to like Steph Curry, it's just another reason for me to like Steph Curry that he's a fellow conspiracy theorist and he does not think we went to the moon. NASA has actually offered to bring him into their headquarters and show him around at NASA to prove to him that we have indeed gone to the moon. All right. So I've always been, yeah, we went to the moon. Why would we make something like that up? Oh, well, I know we were trying to beat the Russians, but whatever. We we beat them in Rocky IV. Um, but, <laughs> um, I just... Oh, jeez. Um, there's just been so many things that have been coming out that I'm like, gets it's, me thinking. Like, aliens, why, aren't, why aliens and the, UFOs aren't conspiracy theory anymore. Why is the flag waving? There, it doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't make any sense. And if like you speed it up, Rogan. and if you speed it up, and it's not slowed down, it looks like real time, just driving around the desert. But then, if you say that to Buzz Aldrin, he's gonna punch you in the face. Is he alive still? Is he still with us? Uh, I don't remember. So he may not be able to punch anybody. So he may not be able to come here, punch anyway. in the face. So that's, that's I don't. My question. You know, I'm. I feel like it's it, it's at least debatable at this point. I'm on the edge. I I think. Points can be made for either side, as they well have in well-documented cases that have been on regular TV, not like the sci-fi channel late night when <laughs> the conspiracy theorists are watching YouTube clips right, of the right, same stuff right, anyway. Right, right, right. But I'm it's not been a on, YouTube like, Fox, yeah. you know? Yes, Ball, Buzz is still with us. He's 88 years old. All right, good. Glad Which to hear he's did, still with us. Uh, Oscar just turned 70? I don't know, but him, is that not, him not being at these games makes me worry about the condition of his health. What's your favorite type of Christmas cookie? Ooh. Man. Um, so, that's a great question. Speak, by the way, Buzz is still tweeting, too. He just tweeted six hours. I like a good snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle is not a Christmas cookie. Why? Why? It's uh, Sometimes. Uh, man. I'm scratching my head on that one. I don't know. Itching your beard. Um beard is weird. Do we we just made another trade. Who? FC Cincinnati. Oh. Acquired Kendall Watson. I already talked about that. Then why does it say 47 seconds ago? Sorry. Key Kamara. That's right. Sorry. Go ahead. <sighs> Snickerdoodle. We were talking about <laughs> Snickerdoodle. Um, I don't know. I mean, how many different... I feel like if you make them around Christmas, they're Christmas cookies, man. I mean, a, good, a, a Christmas cookie is going to be like like a gingerbread cookie, right? Or those kind of suck. Or or those ones that have the white powder on the outside of them. <laughs> the, the white, uh, not what that a, kind of What about powder. the ones that are like peanut butter with the little Hershey kiss? Right? Are those, How about are those? those? Are those the sugar, cookies? the peanut butter sugar cookies with the Hershey kiss in yeah, them? Yeah. How about those? Are those Christmas cookies? Yes, sir. All right. We'll, we'll put those on there. I don't know. My sister always makes a whole bunch of dope-ass cookies every year for... Where's your sister at? And she's in Massachusetts. Hey. Bring some cookies when you come home for Christmas. You know the P.O. box? Yeah. Send it to the office. Anyway. Word. Um, what about that new Meek Mill, though? Dude, there's fire on that album. <laughs> there's fire on that album. It's good. It gets you hype. It. We listened to it the whole way down. It gets you hype. Yes. 
What's your favorite track? I don't know. I mean, I like... I, so, I initially pulled it up for the uh, Jay-Z track, right? Yeah. So, that's, that's a good track. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's what I initially pulled it up for. Uh, what's free, right? But there's so other... Min, min, bam, bam, bam. There are so other... I can't talk, dude. There are so many other yeah. bangers on there. Oh, sorry. Me and the championship. Didn't mean that to happen. Um... There are so many other bangers on there. So, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Maybe uh, On Me featuring featuring Cardi? Hmm. No? I, there's so many good songs. I don't know. I like Champions a lot. Oh, that's a good one, too. Champions. Yep. Um, I have a question for you, but my phone keeps turning off. Hmm. Hold on. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now, but it's got um Seth Rogen in it and the dude from Third Rock from the Sun. What? And Falcon from the Avengers. It's a comedy. I don't know that I know of such a movie. It's so funny. The Night Before? Yes, that's the one. 2015? For the last 10 years, Lifelong Buddy, Ethan. Is this another pothead movie? Yes. Okay. It's really funny. It's a good movie. Um... So, keeping with the Christmas theme, okay. have you done any Christmas shopping yet? Dude, uh, yes. And was it all online, or did uh, you actually go to stores? No, it's online. Nailed it. Yeah. Actually, last night down here in the basement, I got <laughs> most of Michelle's done. Um, we literally, sh- we didn't go to a store to get Parker and Bryce's. We literally sat on Target.com Sunday night and bought things. That's hilarious. Um, I, I figured as much, but... I mean, I haven't had time to go to the store, man. Mm-hmm. I was just at Target tonight, but I didn't have time. All right. Plus, I, you know, when you have the kids with you, it's hard to do that. So, so. All right. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just the time of the year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really starting to get into boxing again. Yeah. And Is that why it's on right now? Well, also because people are tweeting about it. All right. Um, but here's what I want you. Are you are you a fan? So here's my question: Are you a fan of boxing? No. Okay. Although to the MMA. Although I will no, if I had to pick, yes. Okay. Um, but I will say one of my favorite games as a kid growing up in like high school and stuff, Fight Night was dope. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know why they stopped making it. I guess because well, they, boxing's not that popular. I, anymore. Well, and I think it was because they started doing the same exact game, but for MMA. Yeah. Um, it, so they just it put was all, the same exact. So game. they just put all their money and resources into that. It was the same exact game. What they should have done is merge the two and let you pick if you wanted to box or do MMA. That actually would have been tight. But here's what I would like you to do. and Especially I'm, since the lines are blurring now anyway. I only need oh yeah, I only need you to watch one round. And I want you to watch Gotti versus Ward. So Artrillo Gotti versus Mickey Ward, which from the movie The Fighter. Send me a link this week. Okay. Round nine of their fight. Send me a link. 
you will watch this and you will wish that boxing was like this again. This is back in 2003. Okay. I think. And you back will. When men were men. Right. Uh, well, you know the story about Mickey Ward. You've seen Fighter, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, watch this and tell me that if boxing was still like this, you wouldn't watch it. So, it's a two-part question. First, Listen, do you like boxing? Boxing Second, movies are sweet. Oh, Rocky? Um, I'm still excited. Have you seen Creed 2 yet? Two. Oh, I, need I haven't to see seen that. it yet. I need to um, see that. I've heard very good things about it. I've heard um, I heard it's better than Creed. Matter of um, fact, I was in Philly when Creed 2 came out, and... Uh, I, I was afraid of mentioning it. What's uh, that? What's that other movie? That other boxer movie with um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, uh, Southpaw. Still haven't seen it. That one was amazing. Is it good? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Highly so recommend. I was, and the soundtrack's really good. I was like, flying I from Philly to Cincy, and I tried to download it so I could watch it on the plane. Download yeah. through Netflix. Worth a watch. It for sure, worth it. a watch. I gotta check that out. But yes, I was I was in Philly, and in, in uh, Creed Two, it just came out, and I was afraid of mentioning it. Yeah, but they're actually big fans of it in Philly too. Huh. Didn't make it to the Rocky statue. All right, well that's that's on you. I know that's almost bum of the week worthy. Okay, that's oh, so we want to go into bum of the week. Um, I got one more question. Oh, go for it. Uh, do you expect Ric Flair back in the ring now that he's cleared to be back in the ring? I just saw that. Yep. Um, Ric Flair got that trip. Um, I okay. So I watched the Ric Flair documentary. Yeah. Okay. And he can't stay out of a ring. No. I one thousand percent expect him back in the ring. But will it be in WWF? Where else would it be? One of those other Ring of Honor. No, he won't. I don't think he'll go anywhere else but WWE. But he retired. Yeah. Well. So would Hulk. That's true. Who apparently might come back at WrestleMania. He was banned. From the entire... You didn't want to do this episode. I still don't want to do that episode. I'm just saying. I know these things. These are these are common knowledge things. All right, then. Popped up on my Twitter feed. Probably from something you subscribe to. Pop up I, don't even, I don't even sign on did my it own pop Twitter up on the, ever. Did it pop up on the uh, part of the punctuation feed? It was like, yeah. It was. I like, think we follow Rick Flair on there. Uh, probably. Probably do. All right. Bum of the week! Cause you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum! You are a bum! You're a bum! And that's all you'll ever be! A bum! Well, that hurts, man. Every time. Um, my bum of the week is Hanky McSpanky. <laughs> for several reasons. A. That effing nickname. Hanky McSpanky. B. For looking the way that you look. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he looks like Riff Raff, the rapper. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, you're welcome for that. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And C, don't talk smack before even stepping foot into a Crosstown shootout. Oh, everyone's going to hate me. I can't wait. I'm, gonna I'm just going to smile. Just gonna Shut up, great. man. It's going to be great. Yeah, didn't work out so well when Trey Scott... Just kept bumping into you and then gave credit to your boy on Twitter for all the bumps and elbows. Uh, little, little dude. Little white dude. Walk on. Sam. No, not this year's. From a couple years back. Last year. Jack to- uh, Tobler. Yeah, Zach Tobler. 
He gave him a shout out on Twitter. Said, "Yeah, I couldn't have done it with all the bumps and, and bruises down low from you." Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, that's who you compare him to? Yeah, that's not a compliment, Hanky McSpanky. Uh, Get out of here, bum. Tober is a good player. What you got? All right, so this is probably gonna need your your insight. So our old middle school, Pleasant Run Middle School. Yeah, yeah. Sent a letter home uh, for the for the choir, just telling people what the winter choir uh, concert attire was supposed to be. Now I remember being in middle school and being in the band, and we had to wear like a shirt and tie, right? Yeah. Required. Yeah. In high school, shirt and tie required pretty sure yeah that was the same for choir right so this letter comes out saying that men have to wear a long sleeve dress shirt listen we had michael spresser all right so yeah it was definitely required shirt and tie yeah and it says that ladies have to wear white blouse uh, dress pants or dresses whatever right Mm -hmm. and it's basically normal stuff right except even when i was there it became a point of contention for people who couldn't afford to go out and buy an outfit just for choir so, concert hairstyles for men. Men should receive the appropriate barber attention in the evening before the concert. Now, okay, maybe that's not. That's a bit dramatic. That's a bit, yeah, that's a bit out there. All right. Uh, mohawks, barber designs, and large afros are not acceptable. Men with long hair must have it, uh, whatever, in a ponytail, right? So, what happens now is this letter goes out. And because we can't talk to people in society anymore, the parents have to take to social media, social media, and the news to say, "I cannot believe that this teacher is telling me that I can't have an afro, or I have to wear this, or I have to go to a cosmetologist." Because uh, apparently they said something about like. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you that entire letter that I heard after after the dress code. Because yeah. I think the dress code, you can go to the thrift store and get all that stuff for about yeah, three, $3. Yeah, you can. I've put outfits together like that for Halloween and what have you very similarly. But it's not required. It's just ladies are the strongly hair, encouraged. The hair thing? Come on, man. That That's all bullshit. Okay, and so I agree. I agree. So, so what do we do in this situation? First, you're teacher, right? Yeah. What do we do in this situation? You throw the letter away. You could do that, or you could call the, the 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 teacher up and say, "Hey, what do you mean by this? My son or daughter can't afford to go to a cosmetologist or whatever. Is that going to be an issue? No, it's not. Just right? say brush or comb your hair. So maybe he used bigger words in the letter than he should have, but instead of going to the social media and going to 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 the news, pick up the phone and call somebody. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hair is one of those things you should be able to express yourself with. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. I'm just saying, man. So would you have loved to have had somebody have a... I'm not going to go to any topic. No <laughs> All right. <laughs> Awkward segue. What's in Ed's fridge? It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? All right. So... I'm saving the Christmas beer for next week for Christmas. So that leaves us, and we got the same one for Christmas, by the way. Um, so that leaves us with, uh, you want the Braxton or the Mad Tree? Uh, Braxton. All right. 
What's this? Ooh, Spotlight. Have you had it before? Um, no. All right. So I have, this is a, this is a staple beer in a lot of places, actually. Um, I have Psychopathy. Okay. Unless you'd rather have the Psychopathy. Nope, you're good for it. All right. Um, so Psychopathy is by Mad Tree. It's an India Pale Ale, also known as an IPA. Alcohol by volume 6.9%. Um, yeah. What you got? So I have the Braxton Spotlight White IPA, also known as an India Pale Ale. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on here? Hide their stuff from me. 6% alcohol by volume, 35 IBU. Not my favorite IPA. Definitely not the worst. Um, this is an IPA I can actually drink. I like it. Um, I don't do IPAs usually. I wouldn't want a full six pack of these. If I, w- I don't know. If I'm sitting down drinking IPAs, I want to keep switching up my IPAs. I don't want to just like drink the same IPA over and over and over again. I understand. If that makes sense. So, um, yeah. Anything else you got? Uh, I forgot to mention to you. We do have a punctuation pardon. Already. Yeah, well, it came in from uh, back oh. on November 26th. Oh. Um, so it has to do with our Brandon, our episode with Brandon. Okay. Right before the... the so this is from Joe. Yeah. Uh, let's listen. Take a listen. This is Joe Stegbers. I had a pardon for Brandon from the Cleveland Brown Cincinnati yeah. Bengals week. He mentioned that they were missing Joey Boza from earlier this season. Well, he is a charger, and his brother, Nick Boza, who who left. And, yes, they are missing him. Go Bucks. Huh. So he said Joey Boza instead of Nick Boza. Got him. Got him. All right. Well, if that's all we got. I think that's all we got. For Ed, I'm Aaron. We out. We out.